Hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful weekend news podcast here at VGU.TV. My name is Graydon Webb, and currently I'm in a feud with Texas because <laughs> the goddamn uh, Red Sox just uh, just lost their lead. So depending on how this, this game ends up ending, I may get considerably more irritable and I may fly off the handle. Uh, th- this is the Weekend News Podcast where we, what what is it? What did you say it was? Where the writers for VGU converge for the biggest news of the week. I love that. I got to get that better into my spiel. Um, but I yeah. I thought you were going to say you're going to get tattooed on your arm. <laughs> I'm going to get the whole script tattooed and it's just going to look really great. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a face tattoo. <laughs> it'll go it'll go around my arms and up my face um that sultry voice that you just heard was alan muir how are you i'm really trying holding back trying not to make a car 54 where are you reference what is that from car 54 where are you it's a, it was a show from like the from a very long time ago wait that sounds is that was that like a black and white show? Hold up in the Bronx, Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child, cruise ships do an idle wild. Car 54, where are you? Yeah, it was. That, why do I know that? There was a movie and like, there was like there was a film based on like that, or there was a film version in like the I think eighties or nineties. It got two two seasons. Why would you make a movie out of that? That's to be, ridiculous. To be fair, it was during the time when there wasn't that, there wasn't a lot of this stuff. There wasn't a lot of television Creativity. shows on the air. Okay, just, just wait until I, I start. I, I edit in. I throw in the uh, Dragnet theme. <laughs> One of the guys looks like James Willems in this show. <laughs> it's terrifying. Well, the other voice that you may hear some point in this show is Raul Contreras. Welcome back. I lived, bitch. <laughs> ah, Tortimer, you have been missed. Um, were, <laughs> were we going to talk about Tortimer on this episode, or did that not make the news? Oh, I, for, I knew I forgot something. You forgot the I'm whole up. fucking Animal Crossing direct. <laughs> You're like, I'm just one person. Give me a break. <laughs> it's okay. I admire the things that you do. <laughs> are you are you getting rid of it in real time? Uh, possibly. Oh my god. Well, while you maybe <laughs> disrupt the entirety of the news itinerary, let me uh, jump in and let's talk about the upcoming releases for the week of October 20th to the 26th because i didn't say it but today is tuesday october 19th and there are some crazy games coming out this week starting with spectacular sparky on pc and switch uh uh anybody what's so fucking great about him <laughs> uh he's pretty great and i can play with him now because i just got my joy con back and it's hopefully working but I still hate the system, but I got to work in Joy-Con again. So Sparky, I'm coming for you. Uh, Corpse Party comes to PC and last gen. Silver Chains comes to Xbox One. Energy Cycle comes to Xbox Series X and S. I don't know what any of these games are. Sheepo <laughs> comes to Switch and Xbox. 
Clang 2. That's actually a rhythm game that I've been looking forward to. Comes to PC finally. They Always Run comes to PC. Alan, didn't you play this in a demo? Yeah, I played in a demo that I don't know. I'm not sure if it actually went up because I don't think the the recording actually came out. Okay, so it never actually saw the light of day. Yeah, um, but it, it I, I did have fun with it. I actually haven't seen any <clears throat> gameplay of it. It's pixel, very pixely. Like it, it looks like a um, looks like a Super Nintendo game. Okay, I might have to look into it. Um, next up we have Princess Loot Pixel again <laughs> on Xbox One. Echo Generation on PC and Xbox. I feel like I know. Is that? Oh my god! Oh my god! The Echo is talking to me. Stop it! Stop it! Echo, stop it! Jesus Christ! That's Shannon. <laughs> she started telling me about PlayStation Generations. Um, ooh, I think that's a deck builder. I want to say it's a deck. Yep, yep, it is. Yep. Anyway, uh, Disciples Liberation comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Ever Tried comes to PC and Last Gen Systems. Skull the Hero Slayer, I've heard of that one, comes to Last Gen Systems. Monomals comes to Switch. Toy Soldiers HD on PC and Last Gen. That's the remaster, right? There is. Cool. It's finally out. I've tried Toy Soldiers games, but I just can't get myself to enjoy an RTS at all. Um, Tandem, A Tale of Shadows comes to PC and Last Gen. Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend comes to PC. Hey, the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Didn't you say you wanted to do a Let's Play of that? I kind of want to do, like, a co-op one for, like, all the current ones. Okay, uh, Man of Medan or whatever. Man of Medan. Uh, This reference is going to be very old, but... Uh, there's there's an episode of uh, I think P.S. I Love You XOXO mm-hmm. where Greg, Greg Miller got into a um, he started singing like a little riff of like Black Betty Man and Medan. <laughs> I I can respect that. I would certainly play that with you. I did not know that that was a uh, I didn't know what that game was for the longest time, and then I realized, oh hey yeah, that sounds up my alley, so I'm down. Yeah, it's the uh, it's these. I want to say Supermassive. Yeah, the Until Dawn people. Yeah, and, and it's got uh, it's got Otto Octavius in it. Oh, really? Not, not not Man of Medan, but Little Hope. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. Do you mean by voice actor for Otto Octavius? Yeah. From the PS4 game? Yeah. Huh. He's, the voice actor is also in uh, Black, Back, Back for Blood. That was huh. a joke. Wait, is that legit? Possibly. Like, I thought you were joking about Vac for Blood, <laughs> but okay, now I see it. Well, speaking of up people's alleys, this game is right up Raul's alley. My friend Peppa Pig on PC and last gen. Fuck. <laughs> game of the year. Actually in my Gamefly queue right now. Is that going might... to be a baby's first let's play? It sure as hell is. I might actually try to go to Evo with this game this year. <laughs> Bring your fight stick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad did a breakdown of Peppa Pig once. It was like, how come whenever it's from Peppa's point of view, the ground is round? 
but whenever it's from daddy's point of view the ground is flat it's like he did like this in-depth breakdown of peppa pig it's like what the fuck are you talking about oh god i hate it i hate it murder diaries pc and xbox one story of seasons friends of mineral town comes to ps4 and xbox one darkest dungeon 2 on pc any did you play darkest dungeon yeah it was it was a very fun game that was the one that started the fucking deck builders right i believe so like i i just darkest darkest dungeon had a like the first game had the it's like the insanity meter oh like if you don't get if you don't uh go like after you go do a mission and you go back to the hub world like your people will go insane hmm. so the longer you stay on the battlefield the crazier you get no um like the if you don't if you don't find something for your for the players or not players for your for your characters to do they'll just go mad oh wow that's some crazy shit well i guess it, that game deserves some respect even though i don't ever care for deck builders but uh but hey, pioneer, a true pioneer. Next up, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy on PC, yeah. last and current gen. Hell yeah. Um, I'm very <laughs> much looking forward to that. That might be another game I have to pick up. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> my, my pre-order went through on Series X. Nice. Are and you happy about that? Well, we're going to be talking about the pc version of the game later on oh true i almost buried the lead of that story <laughs> like i was literally just about to say and did you know that uh, blah, blah, blah. hey mum's the word <laughs> I, up, I, up, I, up. I, sorry i, I thought say, there was a there was an update on the red sox game and there was not continue i don't like uh the i don't like star lord's design i don't like his voice very much he he sounds like Chris Jericho. <laughs> he kind of he's kind of fuckboy looking, huh? <laughs> yeah, you did not just say that. Yeah, he's kind of fuckboy looking. <laughs> it looks like Macklemore. <laughs> now now I can't unpicture him just saying um... <laughs> turf shop. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> I'm gonna pop some aliens. Only got twenty dollars in my Milano. It's not. It's not even the Milano. It's the Bentar. What? Yeah, and the 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 ship is isn't gonna be isn't called the Milano. What the fuck? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? No. Is it a different ship? Yes. Yeah. Um... Milano got destroyed at some point. Get out of here. What am I reading? What the no. fuck am I reading? No, I think, Raul, you're talking about the MCU stuff. I'm talking about the actual game. Oh, yeah. But I need to know what this fucking shit is. You telling me <laughs> what the fuck? What love, the fuck? I love this the thing that that just ruins it. Is that it's not called the Milano, it's called the Benatar. Wait, is that why they fly that dumbass orange ship? Wait. Hold the goddamn phone a minute. <laughs> what am I reading? Uh-huh. Get out of here. 
this has legit rocked my world in the worst way. You have no idea how much I love the Milano. That ship is gorgeous. And they fucked it all up. I knew there was something going on in that fucking movie. That movie, the, the Infinity War, it's different. Or Endgame, it's different. I am beside myself. I am not okay. I'm, I am not okay. It's, it's a video game. It, it's, it's artist interpretation. I swear to God, if the Red Sox were to lose right this second, my head would probably explode. Yeah, it was Guardians 2 where it got destroyed, right? Because oh, Nebula... When they, were, when they were getting off the ship, off the, the planet? No, Nebula crashes the ship into Ego. Nobody fucking watched Guardians 2. That's not canon. I watched Guardians <laughs> 2. I enjoyed it quite a lot, I'll have you know. It, ha- it has one of the best soundtracks. Like, not original soundtracks, but well, actually we have original soundtracks and licensed soundtracks of any MCU film. They called it the goddamn Benatar. Not that it's the Benatar in the game, not the MCU. In the MCU, it's still a Milano. No, I think it's also the Benatar now because the Milano got destroyed. Yeah, it's legit called the Benatar in the movies. Uh, Was it in the comics? Is that a thing? No, No, I think um, that's very much a James Gunn thing. Yeah, like Guardians and like the Abnon Landing Guardian stuff is like a complete not even close to how they how it is in the movie. But is the, the MCU stuff. Like is, before before that first movie, Star Lord wasn't really tied to eighties culture. But like, is the Milano in the comics? I'm sure I think it may have it may be. It, like, it, if it wasn't before it definitely is now. Yeah. Like another example is uh in the first trailer, like the teaser trailer for Guardians when uh john c Riley says peter jason quill jason like j dash s-o-n is peter's father which everyone thought was gonna pay off in guardians 2 what like it's yeah star lord's dad is not ego in the comics that's very much an mcu thing oh i see what you're saying i'm yeah, looking they, it up they, they didn't it's not that they took liberties they just james gunn made it like Guardians of the Galaxy is the most is the best example of like Marvel taking something that taking taking something fr- like from the from the taking something from the comics and making it adaptable without taking everything just taking like a handful of things. What I what I've heard about like Guardian like it seems as though a lot of people when Guardians showed up in the MCU, no one was really mad that they had changed it because no one really cared for the comics. And it's always seems to have this air of like, how did they get so popular when they weren't in comic form? It's not that nobody cared. It's that the Guardians were very much like deep cut characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, cos- there is definitely a whole era of cosmic Marvel. They just it wasn't the forefront like the Avengers and Spider-Man and all that shit was. Um, which is why James Gunn kind of had free reign to just make it his own thing. And then, yeah, once Guardians, the movie became a hit, the characters were very quickly changed to reflect James Gunn's version. Because, yeah, they um they weren't like that before that. And before that first movie, they actually had not had Guardians comics in a while. Yeah, they had actually canceled uh, the the comic, the series, but prior to the movie uh, coming out. Oh wow, they were like and, dead, dead. 
there's actually a very funny um like panel or little like a series of panels like when Tony Stark goes to space and has relations. I have air quotes up right uh-huh. now with <laughs> an ant with a I forgot what character like what race, but it's just a very like yeah I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I if I remember correctly actually it was Gamora that he hooks up with, and then had some sense. issues had some issues because literally the next panel is them in bed and she's like super disappointed and he's like I- I'm just gonna go and she's like <laughs> and then like, Rocket makes fun of him later, which like fun little side story. Uh, my friend Alicia, at the time, her daughter Jade was like six or seven, and she was like freaking out because she was like, oh my god, Jade wants to read comics and I don't know where to start, right? So I did like a care package for her daughter Jade that was like uh, the entire Marvel Encyclopedia of Iron Man. Um, I think I gave her both my copy of both seasons of Spectacular Spider-Man. And then I some volumes of comics that I had, and one of them was that first volume of that Guardians run, completely forgetting that that scene was in it until uh-huh. I already shipped the care package, and then I had to like call my friend Alicia and be like, oh my god, okay, so there's a scene. Don't freak out, but there's a scene. And eventually she was like, oh, that's fine. As long as they don't show it. She's too dumb to get what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I... When my niece was younger, I... Like when she was, I think five or six, I tried. I was trying to get her into comics, like not necessarily like the, like get her to be a super fan. But there's a series I don't know if either you heard of it called I Hate Fairyland that uh, Scotty Young created, and apparently I didn't pr- I didn't proof it. Like I didn't go through and look at it, everything because there's some not kid friendly stuff about it. Uh huh. And boy, did I have an egg in my face. <laughs> uh, well I when it comes Man, to this, Guardians this could be a banter <laughs> well, right off the bat <laughs> it's also, these games these game releases that get us bantering it's me it's cause I'm back let's just yeah. say it <laughs> he's back baby Raul I'm glad you're back <laughs> thank you and I now cannot wait for Graydon to try to pronounce the, the, this next game. Neptunia X Senran Kagura Ninja Wars comes to PS4. I've actually said Senran Kagura before. Is that hard? Is that one? Sen Senran? Is it Senran? Senran Kagura? <laughs> I don't know. We'll hey, so I'm going to have to call it quits on this podcast early because whatever the fuck you just said, Graydon summoned like five demons in my house. <laughs> it's just, it's just a pentagram. <laughs> uh, well, what about Star Wars Racer and Commando combo on PS4? It just made them angrier. Oh, God, no. Well, I'll skip to the next one. The Smurfs Mission Vileaf. Did that send them away? <laughs> what is that? I, I regret to inform you that my soul has been eternally damned to hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mission Vileaf. Oof. Um, I also skipped Star Wars Jedi Knight Collection. Comes to PS4. Moonglow Bay on PC and Xbox. I believe that's a Game Pass game. I want to say... Am I wrong? Moonglow... Mm-hmm. 
I think you're right. Now I also can't stop thinking about that episode of Hang Arnold when they're like when uh, Gerald like his his voice deepened for the first time, <laughs> and he was supposed to sing like they're supposed to sing on Moonlight Moonlight. Oh Day. my God! Why do I remember that? Because Hey Arnold was a great show. <laughs> was it though? It was. <laughs> the Christmas I will episode. not accept Hey Arnold slander in this fucking house. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of pretended to watch it, and it was, it was, it was. Uh, Iron Harvest comes to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and lastly, Shadow Corridor on Nintendo Switch. I almost said Shadow Warrior. Isn't that something else? Uh, what is Shadow Warrior? Oh yeah, yeah, Shadow Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was all, I almost thought I, I got it confused with the another game that would be Shh. that's very that was. Based on something that a a piece of crap uh, had involvement with. Uh, oh, oh, I want to know what that is. I'll give you a hint. Shadow is in the is in it's, it's Shadow. Is it the other game? I'm I was gonna say. <laughs> Can I not say it? Um, no, no, because I actually want to want to assault the author. Jesus, verbally. verbally. Oh, Sh- Shadow mm. Complex. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Ars- Orson Scott Card is a terrible person. Okay, did he write it? No, it's based off his works. Okay. Well, I was looking at it and I was like, Donald Mustard? He's the Fortnite guy. Why are you mad at him? <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, fuck Orson Scott Card. And uh, Texas, too. Well, now it's time for... It's time for some news. Ba-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Jesus Christ, really, I stand by that thing about Texas, because now they're, they're up one, and I'm so mad. I want to talk about Animal Crossing. Who wants to listen? Uh, my copy of Animal Crossing is full at the GameStop. Wait, what? My, 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 I pre-ordered Animal Crossing, uh, like, maybe a month, like a, or maybe a few months before the pandemic started. No. And, and you never I, picked it up. I ca- I called them up and like because I was, I was it was right it was right right when things were trying to settle in and I was gonna be, I was going to be like, can, how long do I have to how long do I have to like does it is going to be till I have to get it? I said, well, actually, this 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 uh, GameStop is shutting down, uh-huh. and we're moving all our we're moving everything towards or to. Uh, another location we'll keep you updated or uh-huh. or make sure to or call this like the GameStop in this location and i did and they had they had no idea <laughs> so your new horizons is just sitting somewhere in an abandoned GameStop, just sitting on the shelf either that or someone's already bought it wow that is rough Let's be real. That motherfucker never existed. They were never gonna honor that. By, by, like they were never gonna do that. No, you got fucked out of a New Horizons. Did you have to pay for it? Um, I think I put down money on it. Oh, I I, I may have put ten or twenty dollars down on it. Like I didn't put pay the full amount. I was gonna say, knowing you, you probably put down like fifty five dollars. No, I, I, no, honestly. I only do I only do that now with digital. 
when you buy it on three different consoles. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I have to buy the cloud for the cloud version of Guardians. Oh for my Spider-Man. fucking lord! It's no, like, <laughs> uh, well, really, I will say, if you have been playing New Horizons, if you enjoy it as much as m- many people that I know enjoy it, uh, you're really gonna be getting a whole new game with this update. So there was a direct um this past week on it. And the 2.0 update is coming out. So it's a, it begins with a free update. Um, and this here is a slideshow of like of main points. This is not going to cover everything. I've seen many stories that just don't cover everything. I I recommend to go out and watch it. Um, it was like a half hour, 10 minutes of it was about the update. 20 minutes was about the, the real big thing. Um, but I am going to cover what I have here, courtesy of our good friends at Kotaku. They're not good friends. <laughs> no, they are not. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't say, they didn't, I'm surprised they didn't suggest to uh, pirate Animal Crossing. Oh, God. Oh, man. Well, um yeah <laughs> so the 2.0 update is coming on november 5th god i hope i just adjusted my seat a bit i hope that my mic does not come unplugged um 2.0 update november 5th so what we get uh include oh my god why the hell this is this is a bad list this is a <laughs> the first thing is like the stupidest thing um let me see 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 vamp with me I want to find I want to find a better list Animal Crossing update list because there was some good shit version history. No, we're going we're going off script. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> no, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Anyway, I got to go back. I have to go back. All right. I'll just go off script and I'll say your new update. Um, it's going to include new items. It's going to include new things regarding the gameplay. Um, the roost is coming back, which is a big deal. Um, Brewster is showing up at the coffee sh- at the, um, the museum and you can go in and get a coffee and you can get a coffee with all your little friends. And, uh, does Brewster you- have his, have his millions. He does. He does. And he huge, spends. Huge true. <laughs> he spends them at the uh at the at the coffee shop and isabel comes by and she says that tom nook let her have the day off which is just adorable <laughs> and uh and then you can get coffee and oh my goodness <sighs> there's gonna be um harv's island is gonna let you set up shops so you can like set up little places to get your shoes shined all the time or get new plants or get rugs and you can just go there anytime kind of like the plaza in city folk uh there's gonna be um fucking tortimer there's gonna be um new furniture types of things you can get a, a atm or rather an abd and you can place it by your house and then you can get like a wardrobe and you can, you can stash things in your inventory 
anywhere on the island and it connects to your own inventory. What? And then, oh my God. The, the, oh my God. You're there's your own over your own words. There's so, so much. So there's so much cool shit. Like there's legitimately cool shit. Um, there, what? <laughs> you know that episode of It's Always Sunny? When Charlie is trying to explain the male situation to Mac at their new job, this is the same exact energy. Like, I'm just imagining you in front of a wall with, like, a ton of pictures pinned up and, like, red yarn connecting all the dots. Can I talk about the male? I just, I need, I need to talk about the male. (laughs) There's companies being stuck like a, like a, being stuck like a, like a dead pig. There's so many cool things. I'll now go through some of their lists that they have because that was all off the top of my head. But you can exercise, right, with your Joy-Cons. You can enact ordinances again, which is awesome. Uh, You can change the paint job of, like, your fences and things. Um, K.K. Slider has more songs coming, um, which is pretty cool. There's uh, the Frog Chair. They're finally putting it in there. Everybody loves a frog chair. You can make food now. There's there's food crafting, and you can oh my god, you can make meals for like your little friends. Oh my god, the like high quality food. And then there's like uh, you can you can there's hanging shelves and light fixtures and uh all yeah. And then there's um you can well now i'm trying to read but it's just going into the there's paid dlc coming i hold on something here needs to be addressed yeah you say you can cook food you can cook food raul you can cook food for your neighbors raul you can yeah for your anthropomorphic animal neighbors yes you can make them sandwiches oh god i think i know where i was going sandwiches with meat products don't to your anthropomorphic animal neighbors don't Brewster is back (laughs) Raul you can get like a gun locker (laughs) is it it to hunt down more of your neighbor friends so you can (laughs) beat up to your other neighbor friends because Jesus Christ (laughs) Raul I I don't think you understand. You can now shimmy between furniture that is too tight. Your character will shimmy. You can expand your inventory to 5,000 things now. So much more room to... <laughs> nah, I, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at. This is fucked up. <laughs> it's great. You can make food. And then, and then, right, there's gonna be... Why did... Why did it? Oh, wait, hold on. There's paid DLC and it's going to be great. So the paid DLC, it's called happy home DLC or something. Hold on. Happy home paradise. Hell yeah. And it's like gonna make it, you can go to a resort and you can, you can just make random houses for random people and you can invite them via amiibo if you want and you can oh my god you can Can make can you invite them via me friends no (laughs) 
No, you can't. But you can still you can bring them in. <laughs> you can bring them in, <laughs> and, and you can you can give them a house. Oh, yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah. The rebound from the <laughs> continuing to talk about Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, and you can make their houses, and then <clears throat> you there's a monkey now. There's a there's a monkey, and there's like a dugong, right? And <laughs> he's like a bellhop, and he'll they're bringing in characters from the DS from Happy Home Academy, and then you can make houses and you can partition houses. Do you understand how crazy that is? You can, you can separate groups and then you can say, Hey, do you want to move in with this guy? And they'll move in together and they'll be roommates. And then you can polish furniture and you can make it sparkle. And then like, there's so much. And it's like, this is animal crossing, you know, like it's a whole new game. And then you can bring all the shit you learn in the DLC. You can bring it back to your island and you can re you can, you can say, Hey, Isabel, I want to redo my own villagers homes and you can add the partitions and you can add hanging fixtures and polishing things. You can do it all with happy home paradise DLC coming November 5th. It will be $25 on its own, but you know, what's fun Alan, you know what the great thing is? You know what's awesome is that I thought I could just put on some tunes, watch stuff, and play Pokemon instead of this. How dare you? (laughs) Did I mention you can make food? Yeah, you can make you can murder your villagers and cook them and feed them to your other neighbors. You can't do you can't do that. You can't do. You know that one classic Disney character who's a cow? Clarabelle? <clears throat> yes. Um, how do you think she feels about, like, there is a thousand percent some animated form of Mickey Mouse eating a hamburger. How do you think she feels about that? Um, it might be beyond meat. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> well, the joy of this whole thing is that <clears throat> they've announced... The pricing for the Nintendo online thing. So it's $50 for a year of an individual plan that not only includes Nintendo online, it also includes that Sega Genesis and N64 games collection and the happy home paradise DLC, or you can pay $80 for a family plan that I believe gets you six or maybe just four, but it's a family plan for 80 bucks. And it gets you all this shit, which is pretty damn rad. And that is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I think I... I think I, I have... The, the rapids <laughs> fucking. You know what's funny is that, that I was actually consistently clapping and just my microphone was tuning it out. But I think the great effect... <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I think I have the next story as well, right? Yeah, now now you're inviting us to your Steven Spiel. My Steven Spiel? There was okay, so there was a show called uh I think No Tomorrow on the CW back like five, six years ago. I mean Legends of Tomorrow. No, it was it was called No Tomorrow. <laughs>
Like it was literally about a like a guy who was or a, a guy who was who had like he was gonna, like he, he he predicted that the world was going to end. So they were literally living their life like there was no tomorrow. Okay. And uh, Jesse Rath, who's on Supergirl now, or who who's been on Supergirl, who's pl- he plays um, Brainiac Five. He was on uh, No Tomorrow, and there's an episode where he, they, I don't think they could use, they were allowed to use TED Talks, so they instead created, they instead used Steven Spiel, which I just love that. <laughs> no, that's good. That's very good. <clears throat> and well, the show only lasted like a season. Yeah, I looked it up. It says it's got 13 episodes, so that's pretty sad. But hey, you know what? what's not sad? Uh, you remember that company that Sony was like, hey, we're suing you for making PS5 faceplates? Well, no, uh, I think it was Sony threatening to go full Nintendo. Okay. And you never go full Nintendo. No, then you can't go back. You die in the game, you die in real life. And uh, so anyway, that company is back. So yeah, they had told Sony, go ahead, sue us, and then pulled its replacement PlayStation 5 plates from sale after Sony threatened to sue them. However, they are now selling redesigned PS5 plates and have taunted Sony once again in the process. Pardon me, I have to cough. So uh, I'm not going to go over everything. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll go over everything. So in February, uh, this Canadian-based company called Dbrand launched their replacement PS5 plates, which they called Dark Plates. Um, And this past week, they revealed that they received a letter from Sony threatening legal action and that it had complied with the demands, declaring Dark Plates are dead, quote-unquote. But now, Dbrand has revealed a brand new design for its PS5 plates, dubbed Dark Plates 2.0, and insisted the action, quote, successfully closes the loop on this dispute and neutralizes any future infringement claims from Sony. So, uh, in a Reddit post, Dbrand said it removed its original PS5 Dark Plates from sale because Sony obtained a design patent for the shape of the console side panels. Quote, we didn't think they'd ever get one. They did. Here we are. Um, so they said they had two options, fight Sony in court to the tune of millions of dollars or start fresh. So start fresh is what they did. The new dark plates design matches the curvature of the main body of the console and adds vents, which the company claims improves thermals quote. More importantly, it makes your PS five considerably less ugly, (laughs) which is, uh, wow. That's something. So the plates do not appear to ape the PlayStation face button design either. Sony had complained about the original dark plates doing just that. They, they honestly look pretty sleek. I, I like the look of them. Um, so D brand is selling them <clears throat> from 5905. That's a, that's a random price with a January, 2022 shipping window. And, uh, as D brand says, is Sony still going to sue you assholes? The answer, probably the difference this time is that we've created an original design for which they have no basis to allege infringement. If they want to try, they'd better be ready to pay our legal fees. So, yeah. So prior to reporting, I put this like, I put this in the Facebook chat at like, yeah, like literally four and a half hours ago. Mm-hmm. I just, and I just simply, Put it in. I was like, I wish I could flex as hard as this company. <laughs> and then uh, Connor is like, gotta love that Canadian Canadian passive aggression. 
<laughs> which which then led to the whole uh, a debate about ethics in Canada. <laughs> it's about ethics in Canada. It's about ethics in Canadian journalism. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <sighs> but yeah, um, I think it's pretty cool. Go them. Um, and I expect to see those dark plates 2.0 on everybody's PlayStation five. Who's got story three. That would be me. Hello. Oh, hello. Welcome back. I have some sad news. No, they delayed Elden ring. Oh God. No, you know, I have some good news. It's not yes. that long. I, just uh, love, I, I love how like I'm the, like me being the, like the doc maker, the, podcast editor and i'm just like you know what eh, just do it do it do what you want because <laughs> i forgot listeners it has literally been a few it's been a while since we've had roll on the show <laughs> and i forget I, I forgot that roll tends to to do switcheroos was this a switcheroo oh oh this was the wrong story yeah <laughs> do you want to know why i do this to keep us on our toes. <clears throat> I wish I could claim that. No. It's usually because by the time... I usually tend to go second. I never go first. I don't think I ever go first. <laughs> so because of that, w- there is always one of you reading stories before me. And usually around the second story, I start reading my stories. Oh, okay. Okay. And by the time it gets to my turn, I'm in the middle of reading the second story. So I'm just like, oh, I'll just start with this one. So what you're saying is the one that you usually start with, you are, that's like your first reaction to it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, that is exactly what happens. It's just, I happen to be reading the second story whenever one of you finishes. So I'm just like, yeah, fine. This is going to take too long to switch to the other one. <clears throat> Turns but yeah, a live, a live reacts. <laughs> Elden Ring is being delayed only for a month. Um, they worded it weird because the tweet from the official Elden Ring Twitter account says Elden Ring will release on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, which originally it was January twenty first, twenty twenty two, but now it's February twenty fifth. But here's the weird wording: it says as it will be released on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. As the depth and strategic freedom of the game exceeded initial expectations. The more I think about that, the more I don't understand what they're saying there. (laughs) What do you mean initial expectations? Because at first glance, that to me means, oh, this is actually harder to do than we thought it would be. Which, great, but this delay is only a month. So if it was that, I don't think it, a month would be enough time to figure that out. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But it's being delayed for a month. Uh, I mean, they're, they're just going to go and kill Saints Row. Like this, it's really delaying it, pushing it back really to the, the same day as the Saints Row reboot. Do you think that, though? Like, that's... <laughs> oh, no, it's... no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not remotely serious. Oh, okay. Well, it is super weird that, like... They, you said they pushed it back a month? Yes. And they pushed it into the month that legit has like 10 major releases scheduled. It yeah. has over the course over the over the course of 3 days. Sifu, Saints Row, 
Elden Ring. Rough. It's super weird. And I don't know. I and then like I mean I don't have to worry about Horizon because I still haven't beaten the first game. But this is gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna be honest. You you've been dishonest this entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Line up the ass. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be shocked if Simu isn't delayed. Sifu. Sifu. Yeah. Sorry. Because to go against those two games, like no shade on that game because it looks great, but that is a brand new IP versus two very. I mean, so is Elden Ring technically, but it's it's from that studio making one of those. So, like, I don't know. This feels very much like Titanfall Two being sent out to die if they don't delay that or change that date. Yeah, you got a point. Because Elden Ring is also kind of a is it Sony exclusive? Uh, it's it's Sony and Epic Game Store exclusive. Yeah, so why would Sony have two exclusives competing against each other essentially? You know? Yeah, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read what Emmett tweeted about this whole thing. So just bear with me when I Yeah. No worries. Also I'm very happy to report that uh Elden Ring has a dedicated jump button. Yes. Oh wow. Thank God. They finally figured it out. But you know, you know what else that means? Someone on Twitter also pointed out that it means that they're gonna do they can probably do platforming now and think about platforming puzzles from that studio. Oh no. You getting hit mid jump and falling. Yep. My issue is I went to sign up for this tech test. They not only spelled series S what was it? S E R Jesus. The big problem is they actually misspelled it every time they wrote series and they started spelling it S E I R S E to the point that I don't even want to sign up because I don't trust this shit. I don't think I'm on the right site at all. And just as I say that the windows defender virus protection comes up, I'm just going to slowly back away. Should just set your computer on fire. It's going to burn it all down and run out of the room. Uh, did you find that tweet? Yeah. Um, Saints Row is about, it's from, uh, the 18th, from the 18th and it's basically Shinobi 602's, uh, tweet saying from, uh, February 4th, Dying Light 2, the 18th, Horizon Forbidden West, the 22nd, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, that same day, King of Fighters 15, that same day, Sifu, the 25th, Saints Row, and then the same day, Elden Ring. And Emma's tweet is, Saints Row is about to get Horizon Zero dawned, and I know I'm going to be salty about it. So just wait for that for that eventual episode of the Players Club podcast where we're just either... We talk about a game about one of the games getting delayed, or or the world ending. I think, ooh, again, huge if true. I feel, <laughs> I feel like Saints Row and Elden Ring are such different experiences that they could coexist, right? Like, I don't think there really is going to be a lot of competition there. Dying Light Two versus Horizon Forbidden West worries me. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't really want to buy Dying Light 2, not because of my zombie fear, but I just possibly because of, like, I don't know how much of Chris Avalon's stuff is still there, like the stuff that he contributed to the story mm-hmm. or the general design of the game. 
like I haven't I just I have not played a uh, I have not played any I still haven't played a game from or that Activision or Blizzard put out I don't, I don't know it's just That's fair. No, yeah, that's fair. Um like cuz I like me me and Emmett talked about it on on, on an episode of Players Club. Like I, I brought it up how I don't like I want to I want to like there are there are good people who worked on uh Call of Duty uh Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feel it feels <clears throat> it feels wrong to say I mean to say I'm not going to support them because of what executive di- executives uh did. But if I if I if I if I do buy the game, I'd still be technically supporting the, the culture that is the culture of the workplace, like the, the the toxic culture. Right. That's the problem I'm having with a different studio that you know I care about. Like I don't want to support them at all, and I feel Wait. like my I feel like my uh, my mindset on that has shifted so much to a point that I don't like. I don't even think about that anymore. Like I just do not want to support that developer. Oh, I think I just realized what developer you're talking about. Okay, uh, check the VG Twitter if if you if you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I definitely know which one. A developer that had a pretty high profile release like the past week or two, and one that yeah, I was gonna, I was I I I, I almost forgot again. Like I was gonna add the story, like the most recent news story about that. Oh yeah, company. <laughs> I just realized. Oh, I forgot. We don't talk about that. Oh right. <laughs> um, and I did like Raul's uh, take on that. I thought that that was like, if we oh. talked about it, I would have liked to include that statement. But like, yeah, it was just a. Di- <laughs> this is such a cryptic. <laughs> like, it was good. It, it, without getting too much into details, it's basically a shitty company that has not done a thing that people have wanted them to do, has now decided to do the thing. Because they need it for publicity. Yeah, yeah. it's disgusting. Um, I would say, Alan, honestly, because outside of that, do you have an interest in Dying Light 2? Um, no. Okay. Because I would say, if you did, uh, just buy it used. Yeah, because like, your money's going to the developer, it's going to whoever owned that copy. I was thinking of having Graydon buy a certain game that's coming out in March. Through, oh uh, goodness! To a shady, like or that's uh, a sports entertainment game <laughs> that I have a a love hate history with. Of like, oh, oh, yeah, I see. The, yeah. Can we uh, not the, talk about that game? Uh the game is W two K twenty two. I just I don't like that. I hate that company, but <laughs> but you want to play the game. I want to play the game, but I don't, I don't want them to. I don't want them to make money off it. Might I suggest just paying for, or even just getting a trial of GameFly for that? I I do have GameFly. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. Do what as you could put it in your game lock right now. Everybody gets a game lock for I think it's four months out at least. I mean, not four months, four weeks out, and. You could just put it in there, get it guaranteed when it comes, and not have to pay anything for it. You could do that. I will say, I am doing that for a certain game that I don't want to support, and I just want to play it, 
and then not even not talk about it. So I have it in my game lock. What the fuck do you have against that Peppa Pig game, man? <laughs> I mean that that I'll shout from the rooftops about. It's because Snuffleupagus. I can't say it. <laughs> if they made a Snuffleupagus game, I'd be right there. But, but it, ain't, it ain't real, man. Sesame Street Tycoon. If can only. you can you fucking imagine? Give me a mafia clone, but with Sesame Street. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you seen that new um that puppet horror game? No. Oh my god. I have to I forget what it's called. But my friend keeps sharing it and it looks like um it's going to be like is this it? No. It looks like it's just begging for a DMCA takedown. <laughs> um crap. I'll start I'll start looking for it. Um Wait, what? Huh? Does it just look like Muppets? Yeah, like they look like freaking um like Ernie. But it's like in a survival horror environment. Oh, you know what? I almost auditioned for this game, I think. Is what it, did you Is it my friendly neighborhood? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, PC Gamer has a uh has a story from about about it from August. It yeah, looks awesome. A, oh man. I think it is this game because the reason why they were holding open auditions on Twitter, I didn't submit anything though because I didn't. When I saw it, it was like within the next two days, and I just didn't have the time. Oh, but they were. Uh, Go ahead. Yes, John Szymanski, who worked on Kyle's Famous, and yeah, this this yeah this 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 game looks. Oh God. Yeah, this this game looks terrifying. Yeah, because there was the they were casting for all the characters, so they were casting the main character was like a kind of uh you know Rusty from Futurama? Yeah. That kind of southern everyman blue collar worker kind of character because that's the voice they were looking for. And then the primary antagonist was one of the was the puppet, the big bad puppet, who was very much animated and had a personality, and then they were casting for, like, what I'm assuming are the, the main enemies of the game, which were, like, nameless grunt puppets, because for them, it was just a lot of... There was no dialogue, it was just, like, groans and grunts and screams and stuff. They were just holding open auditions, it's just you email... They had samples and you email recordings of you doing the samples, and then they would contact you or whatever. I just love this, like the way this, the end of like the the last sentence of this PC gamer story. I'm eager to see how they've corrupted my boy Oscar. <laughs> it's terrifying. There was one like um, update on their Twitter, and they had some bug where every time they shot an enemy, it like multiplied, and they were just like just spewing out of like a hallway while chasing them and just growing. And it was like, huh, I have exploited a bug that may need to stay in the game. <laughs> it was, it was terrifying. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, wow. I've been muted this whole time. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, where were we? I had a second news story. You, so what you're saying is you have a story? I have a story. Um, so I have a raccoon fact. 
wow, I wonder how many people are going to get these silly references we're making. <laughs> yeah, it's only been, what, 10 years? 10 years. Um, it's going to be 10 years. Yeah, it has been 10 years. I was going to be, about to say it's going to be 10 years next month, but I realized, oh, wait, no. Yeah, it's already week. it's already past September. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Val is doing something I actually kind of appreciate where they are in the process of going through their entire catalog on Steam and vetting each game. Basically, they're creating a compatibility like rating for everything on Steam for the Steam Deck. So when you go onto the... The idea is at launch, when you go to the Steam Store through your Steam Deck the games immediately, like, you'll be able to, based off a rating system, be able to see what runs and how well it runs on your Steam Deck. Uh, There's four categories. And Val showed this off on the video. But there's four categories. There's verified, there's playable, there's unsupported, and there's unknown. Um, And by verified, they mean, which is going to have a, every game that's verified is going to have a symbol. That's like a tick in a green circle. Verified to them means, uh, quote, these titles must all, these, these titles must pass all checks falling within four testing categories, input, seamlessness, display, and system support. And it says verified games should, for instance, support the Steam Deck's default resolution, which is 1280 by 800 or 1280 by 720 and have good default settings and legible text. They'll also feature full controller support, use appropriate input icons, and automatically bring up the on-screen keyboard, among a bunch of other more technical stuff. And then they said the playable category is basically anything that's like, hey, you can play it, but you might need to fudge it a little bit. Like, say a video game that doesn't have official controller support, but there's like community-made controller mapping available through Steam, that would have the playable tag rather than the verified tag, because while everything else works, it's just that little bit of fudging that you have to do. And then unsupported are games that definitely will not work on your Steam Deck. For example, VR games and stuff like that. And then the unknown is just for anything that has not been tested yet. Um... And yeah, ideally, the idea is that at launch, you will be able to get all this information at a glance, and then on the game Steam page, you can get detailed information, like they said they will go in-depth and tell you exactly what parts of the game are verified and what parts of the game will not be verified and stuff like that. So yeah, it's cool that they're coming up with the system to vet that shit. It's something that I kind of wish Sony did with the fucking PS5. Did you guys know that Sleeping Dogs Remastered does not run well on the PS5? Wow. Oh, man. Um, wait, how, how's it run? It's super laggy, input-wise, and it crashed a few times when I played it. This this is not good, because I, I literally just, like, I really, uh, reinst- like, I just reinstalled that, and I, like, I didn't want to go to, I didn't want to have to play it on PC, but I think I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, like when you start it, you straight out get the message that says, "Hey, this might not run well on your PlayStation Five console." Yeah, like I got that. I had like I got that same message with um, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I get I get that with a large like a lot of my games on PS Five. Mm-hmm. 
I'll say it again. As much as I, as much as I love that thing for how it, how well it, like how good of a experience it gives me with um, LMB twenty one. If LMB was a primary, like if it, if the haptic triggers, like the feedback and stuff, wasn't so good, I just have, I just own an Xbox. Okay. But I'm probably gonna be eating those words by the time or by this point next year. Right. When, like when. Uh, when Spider-Man 2 and the Wolverine game are further along. Yeah. Do you think... Well, no. For Bedroom West, we'll probably, people will probably love that game. But I was going to say, do you think maybe that Spider-Man 2 game or that Wolverine game are going to be the first big PS5 exclusive hits? Because I don't think they've had one yet, have they? Yeah, they have. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, yeah Ratchet and Clank has... Like, that's been like the... Like, I was watching an Inside Games uh, video... And uh, Bruce and Lawrence were saying, like they were they were talking about the PS5 and like big like the big hits it's had so far, and the only real like the only real game that's had success on that has been Ratchet. I'm gonna be real with you, and this is not at all intended to be shade whatsoever, but I completely forgot that game existed. <laughs> I do feel like it's <clears throat> it's kind of. It's more niche than like a God of War. Like Ratchet and Clank, not everyone is going to want to get that game. And so I do believe that it's just maybe it's not it is like the, a big exclusive for them. And weirdly like you know I shit on PS5, but then everyone seems to be like, "Oh, PS5 is great cuz it's got the exclusives. Where's Xbox's exclusives?" Like that is their like big exclusive and it was around I guess it wasn't around launch. It took like half a year. But like I just feel like a lot of people aren't going to use that. That wasn't like a system seller. Whereas a Spider-Man definitely will be. I think God of War will be. But yeah, Forbidden West is probably that if God of War doesn't surprisingly drop by the end of the year, not surprisingly but like surprise drop, then Forbidden West will be it. Um I kind of came to the realization the other night that, like, I think the only game I play that is, quote-unquote, a PS5 game is Avengers. Um, which, to me, doesn't super count, because that game was came out and intended for last generation, right? Um, Avengers, yeah. Having a PS5, it hasn't really been exclusives for me because every exclusive that's come out, the only one I have is Miles Morales, um, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but the big thing I've enjoyed having my PS5 for is just a better way to play my PS4 games. Like I'm playing through God of War right now in anticipation for the sequel. Right, mm-hmm. I bought that game at launch for my base PS4. And that motherfucker sounded like an airplane taking off <laughs> the entire time. And God of War is not a short game. Raul, that, that what you're describing, your your PS4. Uh huh. That sums up my that that sums up my experience, like the experience I had on PS4 with, uh, like going PS4 Pro with Avengers. Yeah, me too. And honestly, MLB and Last of Us. Yeah, but playing through it on my PS5 at a much higher frame rate and quality and settings and everything and I don't hear my PS5 even make a whisper 
every now and again, I will hear the disk drive kind of do that thing because I have Dragon Ball Fighters in there. That's it. At least you have a disk disk drive. Do you not? No, I I only I I chose to get the uh, digital version. Oh, and like every day that passes, I realize oh I I don't think I should have I think I should have got one got a like a regular version. Um, I got, yeah, I got the disc version just because I wanted a way to watch 4K Blu-rays finally, but I was always too stubborn to just buy a dedicated 4K Blu-ray player because I was always like, no, they'll make a console that has it. I mean, the Xbox One X, was that the first one that was able to play 4K Blu-rays? Yeah, that's the first thing I did with mine. One of these days, I'm going to put, uh, like, watch my... Despecialized Star Wars movies on there. One day. Wait, what do you mean despecialized? Okay, so you know how every every iteration or every re-release of the, the original Star Wars trilogy, Luke, George Lucas would change something. Yeah, I thought it wasn't available without the changes. Well, someone was someone uh, was selling a, a Blu-rays of the of the like. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, with all the change, with all the changes taken out, so it, it it'll be as as it was back forty years ago. Really? So yeah. this isn't an official thing. No, like someone just just like took them out. But it, if you take out the changes, they're the real thing, right? Yeah. So what I heard happened is because this is a group effort. Like a ton of people are doing this. They got their hands of on old theatrical film reels of the Star Wars movies, and they're going through the process of doing 4K remasters of that. But considering that this is all passion and side projects, it's taken years. Wow! But and also, it's they gotta do it while keeping their heads down, especially now that Disney owns it. But yeah. yeah. Um, I bought, because it was literally $3, thanks to Wario64, bought the four and a half hour complete edition cut, whatever, of Watchmen that integrates the Black Freighter animated movie into the live action Watchmen movie, like it's edited in, in the same spots that it was in the original comic. Oh man, I need to I need to experience that. I one day when I you know what, Alan, you are free to join me. I will give you access to my Amazon account because I have it digitally as well. I came with the digital code. Just know I'm gonna get hella fucking high <laughs> and watch all four hours of that fucking thing because that's exactly what I did with Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I'm. <laughs> Pretty sure that's half the reason I actually really like that movie. I was losing my fucking mind at the slow-mo fucking football game in the snow. Shit was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Like this, and then the scene where Barry saves Iris, and the car just does a flip, and just it does like a semi-mushroom cloud explosion. Yeah, and then while he's being like really creepy and staring at her too. Oh man. But yeah. I'm going to do that one day. It's going to be great. Well, I wish you all the best. 
that's it for my new stories, by the way. I, I got nothing else. Sweet. I love it. goes just down this whole tangent. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm next. I, ha- I have a theory. Okay. I have a raccoon fact. Uh, so this is, we're gonna, this is the point where we are at the news story that I mentioned way back, seemingly three years ago. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to require a whopping 150 gigabytes of disk space on PC. I'm out. Fucking out. I'm done. Insane. Done. <laughs> I just bought. You know what? I just fucking bought Modern Warfare. No. Yeah. Oh, poor you. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, here, edit this in. I bought an undisclosed military video game. <laughs> too fucking big. It is far too big. And I yeah. would never, I would never say that that undisclosed military video game is good. <laughs> and that, and that it deserves to. Yeah, uh... so. <laughs> that undisclosed uh, military shooter. Oh, it's a shooter now. I just said military video game. For all you know, it could have been. Metal Gear. Or Metal Honor. That's a shooter, too. Uh, Metal Gear is a shooter. That is also a shooter. You're talking about Toy Soldiers HD? (laughs) Available this week? Wait, is it actually available? Can I actually still buy that game on PlayStation 4? Toy Soldiers HD, it just came out. I was in my releases. What, did you fall asleep? Shut the fuck up. Did you really? I legit mentioned it. I said, Alan, is that the remaster? And they said, yes. It is. That's fucking wild. How did I miss that? Where were you? Oh, is that where you dipped out? Maybe it's where you dipped. Did I dip? No, wait, that was even before recording. Where the hell have you no, been? Raul was at, he was at, Raul was at Proxima Centauri. <laughs> yeah, the, the apex of time. You know what it is? I'm still a little bit fucked up about the cooking thing in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm just still a little bit fucked up. I think I have some, like, unresolved trauma about this fact that you decided to dump on me. Did I mention that Cap'n is coming back? And you, you can fucking eat Cap'n too? You can ride in Cap'n's little boat and he'll sing songs about how he lost his love at sea. And then he'll bring you to a undisclosed island. That sounds distressing. <laughs> is is Cap'n just gonna sing brandy? Essentially, yeah, that's kinda what he does. Also, there's new ways that you can upgrade your house. Pretty cool. Uh, we have, just, we have completely sequence broke broken this episode. <laughs> what were we talking about? Guardians? Guardians yeah, is too damn big. Guardians yeah, it's is a, my favorite military shooter. Um yeah, the that that game is a whopping two thirty one gigabytes, while Wait, Hitman two is one is like is one forty nine. What game is two thirty one? The undisclosed military video game. That is absurd. That is so fucking huge. Um, Hitman Two is like is right is almost there with Guardians, and then your brain your your game that you have a you have a grudge against uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I have that downloaded actually on my Xbox Series X, where it installed with no problems at all. How how, how big was the file? Uh like nine, a little over a hundred. Was it 127 gigabytes? Probably. It was large, and it took a couple days, but um, 
it definitely worked a lot better than a PC. Hashtag console gaming for the win. Well, there's really nothing, nothing yet, or there's nothing more to this story aside from this game is going to be a big, uh, big data eater, and expect a video from yours truly. Like I think I think I'm gonna record myself playing the first thirty between like thirty forty five minutes of the game. Hell yeah! First thirty comes back. You thought it was dead when twelve minutes killed it, but no, it returns. Can we rename it to Dirty Thirty? Uh, I don't. I don't know if if <laughs> if S stands S and P will clear that. <laughs> the VGU Dirty Thirty. What about? Flirty thirty. The, the dirty thirty sounds like a a porno block. <laughs> like oh, that. That's oh that that reminds me. That sounds like the name the thing from uh the movie Dirty Deeds. <laughs> dirty Deeds. Can we? Can you extend it to an hour and call it the Power Hour? <laughs> oh my God! Thunder cheap. What's the next story? Uh, next story is a big, huge if true. <laughs> you have you said that if I had a dollar. Yeah, I know. What, I might as well just make that the episode, the episode title. I mean, if if you looked at the list of episode titles I got accruing, you might change your your mind. Okay, so uh, Disney's te- teasing a, a new Star Wars video game reveal for December fourteenth because with Star Wars, uh, it has to be December, like mid December, and. There, they, there's a. I don't know if you two have heard of it, but there's a new, like, not. I'm not sure if it's a marketing campaign, but it's just called. It's just dubbed "Bring Home the Bounty," and it's 12 weeks of reveals running to the end of the year. Heard what that was actually. Now that you mention it, so uh, week 10 is represented by game controller, which would give you the inclination that a game would be announced, and there's really nothing. That's that we know of. Like the the Kotor remake is happening for PC and PS5. The uh, port of the original game for Switch is happening. The Star Wars games that we that it could be could be the it could be an actual like more info on the Ubisoft like the massive uh, game or Jedi Fallen Order two or the David Kage directed Star Wars game. David Kage. So we'll. Only time will tell. We'll find out more about what this will mean in like six weeks. Hell yeah! And uh, yeah, this is next up. Unless Graydon, you want to transition to the to the next uh, next next thing? Oh shit! It's time for a wild card, bitches. What's our story for the week? So, uh, Captain Marvel two director blames Captain America for the snap. I know nothing about this, so y'all have to fill me in. Okay, I can. So Nia DaCosta, who is working on, or who's direct, she's directing the Marvels, and she's quoted as saying something I like to say a bit flippantly about Captain America is that the snap is all his fault because he was trying to do his best, trying to do the right thing, and later uh, I'm going to go on and say there is a world in which he's a villain because at the end of the day he should have just sacrificed Vision. He chose one robot's life, albeit a sentient one over literally the entire universe. There's a sort of anti-hero in that, if you want to look at it through that lens. And she then added, P- 
people would say I'm crazy for thinking that way, but there's something connected to the journey of the anti-hero and the hero. The hero's pain is something that spurs them to martyr themselves, and an anti-hero's pain is a thing that kind of starts their journey as opposed to ending it. Uh, Raul, you mentioned you were, when I when I uh, shared this in, in the Facebook chat, you had some worries about it. Do you want to? I think it's a little bit unfair to say it's Cap's fault. Because the point that I made was, if you think about it, Thanos was the first time the Avengers had lost. Like, you can bring up the Loki assaulting the Helicarrier, but I feel like they weren't the Avengers yet. Yeah, they were the Unwrongers. Yeah, like they came together as a team afterwards. Like, from the moment that they came together as a team, they have not lost once. Until Thanos. Like, everything that they've done together has been like, yeah, you know, we almost lost, but we overcame it by banding together and stuff like that. And even in Cap's own personal line of movies, everything, every opposition he's come against, he's been able to overcome by, like, hanging on to his ideals and stuff like that. And he had no idea what Thanos was. Like, Endgame, the beginning of Endgame kind of makes that little point of, he, he's never even been to fucking space until that point. So I think Cap had every right to believe that this was going to be no different, that he was they were going to come out on top by working together, because also they had the absolute backing of the strongest and most technologically advanced nation on the planet. So I think it's... I know it's become a meme at this point, but... Star-Lord looks worse in that movie than Cap does because Star-Lord very much knew exactly what Thanos was about. Yeah, Gamora literally, literally tells him. And, and But even then, I've always been kind of like, hey, take it easy on him because of what he just learned in that moment. Like, even a lot of people wouldn't react great either. Um, but he is more at fault, I think, for the snap than Cap is. Because, like, yes... Uh, something that kind of bothers me about the beginning of Endgame is how mad Tony gets at Cap because he's like, you weren't fucking there when, like, while Tony's ass was gone, Cap literally united every resource on the planet in a small amount of time to fight Thanos. So fuck off, Tony. But, yeah, no. They were in absolutely the best position they were ever going to be in to win that fight, and they just got their asses handed to them. So I don't know how I don't know if you can really blame Cap for that. He literally did everything he could. Brain thoughts? Uh, um, nah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like nah, nah. Honestly, I've been listening, but I don't really have much to offer because I am zoning a little bit. You know those times where you're like, I'm really tired. I'm hitting that point. Are you sure you're not high, Graydon? I'm pretty sure I drank a whole Coca-Cola and it did nothing for me. Whoa, dude, that's a little bit too hard even for me. I chose, like, the worst things. I was like, do I want to have, do I want to crack open my Oktoberfest or do I want to go for a Coke? And I went for the Coke. And then my dinner was a a Tupperware full of cold noodles. <laughs> and it was not a good snack. Dude, I am about to crack open one of them bougie-ass orange juices I mentioned before we started recording. Oh, and I also bought some bougie-ass, like, 
cookies from that place too because they, of course, they bake them there. I'm gonna have a hell of a time in a little bit. A hell of time. Well, Alan, I do think that I I hear a loud spinning, like like rotors in the night that just will not back down. Do, do you th- do you know what that could be? Yes, it's the Mad Titan arrows. <laughs> no, no, next to him. Oh, yeah, that that dude is that dude is a weird is a sicko. Uh, no, what what I hear the rumor blades. <laughs> you do. Um... <laughs> I really hope someone got that arrows reference. Um, was that? Wait, what was? Is that the the guy everyone that they're saying Harry Styles is gonna be? Yeah, Star Fox. St- what? That's his name. Yeah, Star Fox. Or no, Star Starbucks. Oh my God! Look at the picture of him on the wiki. He looks just like Harry Styles. That's weird as shit. Why did they have to bring him into anyway? <laughs> going into this, I'm going to start with the first rumor story. Again, Welcome to the rumor windmill. I never read them ahead of time, so I never know how to go about them. Xbox Game Pass subscriber count estimated at 20 million as of June 2021 based on figures from a recent financial filing. This is based on the recent figures of 30 of quote 37% growth in financial year 21. So there's a final uh, a filing which is probably going to be yep a lot of jargon. Then we have an article which is probably going to be yep way too long for me to care. <laughs> so why don't we just scroll down to Daniel Ahmed with the estimate on Twitter. So Stephen Tatillo says Game Pass subs grew in 12 months ending June 30th, but below Microsoft's target, 37% up target was 48% growth. Don't have raw number. Game Pass subs were added as a pay incentive metric for Microsoft CEO in 2019. Only pure gaming metric in there. To which Daniel Ahmed said, or Ahmad said, this would put Game Pass subs around 20 million as of June, if going by the 37% year-over-year growth figure. So that that's a lot of people in it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's everyone. That, that, that's, that's, yes, everyone and their mother. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are saying that it's not that big a deal, but it it is. I think it is. Can you imagine Microsoft started its own country and all the citizens were Game Pass folks? And then in the distant future, every Game Pass member gets drafted into the Great War against Sony. <laughs> the Great Council the great War. war. <laughs> the Great Council War. I mean, I kind of don't give a shit about Sony in this generation. All they've done is let me down. So, um, once again, an Xbox fanboy. Excuse me. Yes. Have you not seen the trailer for Spider-Man 2? Uh, yeah, but until they like make that happen, I'm not gonna... I... <laughs> PlayStation has just consistently put out L's for the past year and a half. So until they shape it up and put something in my hands that makes me happy. Um, excuse me. Side. Have you played Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales? Uh, yes, I have. 
you you're going to sit there, sir, and you are going to look me in the eye. I will say it's not an L, but there's still consistent L's. After Miles, we kind of dipped. Also, Miles was a launch title, but also, listen, I played Miles on a last generation system. So to me, I didn't. to me, I, didn't. I see uh, that I did. as you did or didn't. No, I did because I think Miles is what killed my PS4 finally. <laughs> yeah, you brought. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you mentioned that on the spoiler cast from last year. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, yeah. Anyway, what's the next rumor? Um. So Tom Henderson, uh, is so there's possible Halo Infinite gameplay coming soon, specifically Ooh. campaign. Ooh. And the the it's from a tweet from the from the 18th. Said tweet is hearing that there are some quote big announcements coming from Xbox this week. But also heard from several person that there's a campaign showcase for Halo Infinite is coming soon with the Hawkeye. Uh, don't give me hope, GIF. And I know I tend to do this a lot when we get to the remember windmill. What was that? <laughs> Just Raul doing some interior decorating again. Yeah. Um. I'm. I. I. So first, uh, for like the most recent comment is I dare them to do the same demo from last year, beat for beat. And someone then replied to that person saying someone did that with with uh, Halo Forge. Or Halo Five Forge, and then someone else replied that they that they need to change the uh, Brute Warrior monologue. Which I mean, I I tried I tried my best to play get through Halo Wars Two. I just couldn't do it. I should probably try that game. That's an RTS too. Maybe I'll do a video on it. It could be an, another. It could be a. It could be the next. What took What took me so long? I know. That's actually where my mind went. Give it a shot. Yeah, but. There's really nothing much aside from the the tweet, so I think that's the end of this this joint. This wild, off the rails, wacky time. I'm tired as a bag of balls. So with that, I'm going to see us off. My name has been Graydon Webb. I have been joined by Alan Muir. Time fifty-four. Where are you? <laughs> I was. I, I I said I was going to sneak in a reference. <laughs> you, you had to be there and Raul so when you say your name has been gray and wet does that mean from now on you will go by a different name or uh yeah I'm still thinking on it <laughs> I'm gonna... what's, what's, what's the name I'm gonna come back next time with like a, a Madonna or something oh shit are we gonna have a name reveal next episode name, name reveal yes uh so come on back <laughs> Come on back next time and uh, see the the, the thrilling conclusion to my career. Thank you for listening. And we out. Wait, no, no. no. What? What? Uh, (laughs) What? uh, No, just the what what I meant, what I said last week as well. Like if you have like feet, remember to like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Rate, review. Tell your friends, tell your, tell your sister, tell your girlfriend. <laughs> but just them. Um, again, if if you have any feedback on this on this on any of our podcasts, we'd love to hear it. We have so, a Twitter. We have a Twitter. I I still have to send up that that uh, RSS feed. Oh yeah, 
with our new thumbnail. I, I have been using the thumbnail. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well then, yeah. Stay safe. Stay sane, as you say. Get vaccinated. Keep it trill. Get drunk, find a gun. <laughs>